0: Listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is sponsored by the North American Commercial Vehicle Show.
1: From Transport Topics in Washington, D.C., this is Road Signs. Here is your host, Seth Clevenger.
2: Thank you for listening to Road Signs, the podcast series from Transport Topics that explores the trends and technologies that are shaping the future of trucking. In previous episodes, we discussed how motor carriers can operate more efficiently through fuel-saving technologies, aerodynamics, and improved productivity. But equipment maintenance is just as important to the bottom line. Of course, it's costly when a truck is in the shop for repairs, or worse, broken down on the side of the road. But on the other hand, replacing components too soon or performing maintenance when it isn't truly necessary also increases costs. And that's where the concept of predictive maintenance is beginning to capture the imagination of fleets and technology suppliers. What if you could look ahead and accurately forecast when a component will fail? What if you could plan maintenance and parts replacement based on need rather than standard service intervals? Once you begin to understand when maintenance is truly necessary, there's a world of opportunity to reduce waste. But are we really approaching that point? And what will it take to make that leap to predictive maintenance? To help answer those questions, we're going to bring in two technology suppliers that are working to streamline maintenance in the trucking industry. Later in the program, we'll speak with Josh Carter, co-founder and CEO of Aperia Technologies, an automatic tire inflation system provider that recently expanded into data analytics to enable a more predictive approach to tire maintenance. But first, we're excited to welcome Rob Bradenham, Senior Vice President of Commercial Vehicles at Decisive, which provides a technology platform to help manage truck maintenance and repairs. Thanks for joining us, Rob. Thanks, Seth. So at Decisive, you work with dealers, maintenance shops, truck manufacturers, and fleets to streamline service and repairs. So I'm curious to hear your thoughts on predictive maintenance. We sometimes hear that this industry is approaching the point where we can begin to predict when a part will actually fail, as opposed to just following service intervals or responding to a fault code or a breakdown after the fact. What's your take on that? Is that really becoming a reality, or is that still out on the horizon?
3: So I think there's a bunch of different flavors of what uh, you know, predicting a failure uh, actually looks like um, we definitely have many of our partners today who uh, are using the telematics data, using the fault codes uh, to proactively take action. Are they predicting a certain number of days before a failure that that may be something that's a little bit farther out on the horizon? Uh, but they are. You know, calling attention to issues before a truck is broken down on the side of the road, uh, and then using that to initiate a service event, and you know they have better information, better data, such that they can initiate that service event in a more thoughtful way, get the truck to a, a location that can handle it, that might be more likely to have the part and or the technician who has the the capabilities to do that, um, and then also being able to use that data for. Uh, accelerated troubleshooting, right? So before the truck even arrives and has a plug-in tool uh, or the technician is able to inspect it, um, you know, able to uh, start to narrow down what the potential issue is, what the the likely cause is, and what might be the, the corrective actions to take. The other piece, you know, that, that we're seeing, of course, is um, while it's not necessarily predicting failures, it's being able to have more confidence to be able to extend service intervals, right? For planned right. maintenance. Um, and so that's kind of taken a few forms. One using data around the duty cycle to be able to optimize those PM frequencies based on what the truck is actually doing, uh, what environment it's operating in, what is the context, uh, so that you're avoiding unnecessary PMs.
2: Sure. And you're kind of spinning it forward and, and looking further into the future, Uh, Do you see the point or do you see the day where predictive maintenance someday replaces mileage-based maintenance cycles? And what would it take to to reach that point? I I think yes and no, right? I think it depends. Um, You know,
3: we're getting more data, uh, more history, uh, different players in the ecosystem are accumulating more knowledge around what that data actually means. We're able to draw more uh, correlations, are getting a a data set that includes trucks operating in a a really wide range of conditions, uh, wide range of service histories. Um, so I think, you know, more and more things will shift to using predictive analytics to drive when maintenance is initiated, but there's going to continue to be a a, a trade-off, right? So there's a cost of additional sensors, um, might be small, but there is a cost. Uh, there's a cost of, of getting that data. There's a cost of analyzing it. Um, and then you need a certain level of, of accuracy or, you know, comfort level to to move something from a traditional planned maintenance frequency to predictive.
2: Sure. So we've been looking ahead toward the future here a little bit, but let's also take a moment to consider recent history in this industry. You know, we've seen all of the truck OEMs introduce remote diagnostic platforms in, in the last several years. Uh, these are platforms that can transmit fault codes and uh, really enable a more proactive stance on maintenance. Uh, and those systems have been on the market for several years now. So Rob, in your view, how much has remote diagnostics changed this industry so far?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it has had a big impact. Um, you know, in, in pretty big, broad terms, you get more information to more people faster to hopefully make better decisions and to mitigate the impact of of failures. Uh, Even if you're giving that information to somebody after the failure, it still might be before the truck has arrived at the shop, before the tow has arrived, uh, before the technician has begun to do any sort of diagnosis. Um, And so, You end up being able to have, you know, more centralized management of issues, um, being able to leverage uh, that, you know, historical and enterprise knowledge, you know, in a specific scenario, Um, accelerated troubleshooting, which leads to getting trucks back on the road faster, uh, higher fix right first time by having better knowledge to, you know, you're more likely to, to do the correct action to begin with.
1: About the North American Commercial Vehicle Show. The North American Commercial Vehicle Show, NACV Show at www.nacvshow.com, is a B2B exhibition focused on fleet decision makers and key influencers in the commercial vehicle industry. The NACV Show has been designated a Gold 100 Awards Honoree by Trade Show Executive, a top trade show industry publication honoring the largest and most accomplished trade shows of the year. Leading truck and trailer manufacturers and commercial vehicles and part component suppliers will demonstrate their latest product offerings during the NACV Show 2019, taking place at the Georgia World Congress Center in Atlanta from October the 28th through the 31st.
2: One of the latest developments for remote diagnostics and, and truck telematics is this ability to perform over-the-air software updates and, and parameter changes remotely. Uh, how much potential do you see for over-the-air updates? Yeah, I, I think it
3: has it has huge potential. I mean, right now, um, well, I guess the traditional model is that in order for... Uh, the software to be updated it has to go into uh, a service location. So that takes it out of, out of service uh, it requires a technician uh, to, to plug into it, it requires expensive uh, you know, time and, and uh, equipment to do that. Um, you know, so I think the the potential of course, is being able to reduce downtime, reduce uh, unscheduled visits uh, you know, to a service location. Of course that, that has to be balanced with, Risk essentially, I think, is the number one thing that's kind of keeping it back from being super widely adopted. Um, which is the you know cybersecurity hacking risk, right? right. Making sure that things are secure, making sure that a bad actor can't take advantage of that connection.
2: What do you think that OEMs and fleets and technology vendors can do to uh, prevent some of these uh, cybersecurity risks, uh, especially as we start to imagine uh, you know a world where more and more of these Updates are performed remotely over the air. Uh, what, what steps can the industry take to, to mitigate that?
3: Yeah, it's a good question. Um, you know, I think, one, they're going to have to, you know, look for the, you know, best partners they can find. Uh, most likely the the technology to ensure that that's being, you know, those uh, systems are being protected may not, uh, you know, sit in-house. Um, you know, they're going to have to learn from, Other industries, right? So, uh, you know, airplanes, right? They're, they're connected all the time. And, and, uh, you know, at least that industry has so far done a good job of of managing this risk. I think ever vigilant, right? Um, You know, the, the black hat. You know, they're out there and they're going to continue to look for new ways to exploit uh, all the different links in that chain. And so it's it's not just a develop something once, call it secure and, and be done. Uh, it's a you know, continuous uh, process.
2: Sure. And really everything we're talking about here, uh, remote diagnostics, telematics, and uh, kind of using all this data that we're collecting to, to build more uh, predictive models. Uh, this is all part of a broader trend toward the internet of things and uh, really the proliferation of onboard sensors and, and smart devices. Uh, you know, we see that it's across the world and, and very much uh, so in our industry as well. And of course that means more data is going to be available, but the challenge with big data is being able to manage it and actually utilize it to, to, to make better business decisions. Uh, what's your thought on that, Rob? I mean, what's the industry going to have to do to actually harness all this information and put it to use?
3: Yeah, I think, I think the- The big thing is, you know, find uh, the right partners to be able to take on specific pieces of that, you know, data value chain, if you will, right? So the right partners to help with data acquisition in a secure, economical, scalable way, Uh, the right partners to help with aggregating data, the right partners to help with analyzing data, the right partners to help with taking that output from the analysis, and translating it into action and putting it into the management systems that the you know all the different stakeholders are using in, in short i mean it's it's going to take an ecosystem approach uh, for everybody to to maximize the value and and ensure that that data translates to uh, its fullest potential value possible
2: and speaking of partnerships, you know how much more potential do you see for closer collaboration between all the players in the industry, the, the the vehicle OEMs, the the truck dealers, the uh, fleets, uh, as well as the technology vendors, really to to further streamline equipment maintenance. How much tighter can they work together?
3: Well, I think the industry has made um, a lot of strides, or or many players in it have have made a lot of strides to uh, you know, they've recognized the fact that uh, servicing a truck. Uh, requires a bunch of different parties to engage in, ideally, a seamless digital process to make that happen uh, efficiently. And so, you know, many players have made investments in uh, technolo- technology platforms that uh, enable integration, that enable expansion, future-proofing. Um, and, you know, I think it's it's going to be this mindset of, uh, enabling an, an ecosystem, enabling new partners, new technology partners to contribute to that ecosystem. And that's going to require sharing of data, um, you know, uh, easier integrations. Uh, yeah. And, and kind of a, a an open mindset.
2: Sure. Now, before we let you go, I do want to ask you to share your thoughts about, you know, the future of this industry, in particular, uh, truck maintenance. Uh, how do you think commercial vehicle maintenance will evolve in the coming years as we look ahead, say, a, a decade down the line? Yeah,
3: so there's obviously a bunch of trends that are uh, impacting the commercial vehicle industry right now. I mean, you have uh, autonomous driving, uh, you have electrification, uh, you have augmented reality, virtual reality, artificial intelligence, uh, even things like 3d printing will have an impact potentially on part supply chains and and things like that. Um, I think, you know, it's a movement towards, uh, more digitization, more data that needs, uh, analytics. It needs systems to talk to each other in order for that data to translate into action and to value. Uh, you know, I think if I were to look ahead, I would see, uh, an ecosystem that's more connected, uh, where there are, you know, more partners sharing data, contributing to that data value stream. And I would see more information in the hands of technicians and service advisors and fleet maintenance managers. Uh, And then all of that, I'd see more engagement by uh, manufacturers and not just, the, the OEMs, the Volvos and PACCARs of the world, but even major component suppliers, um, and them being able to get more data back, have more visibility into the full lifecycle of the asset, you know, I think you'll probably see more risk sharing, right? You'll see uh, fleets saying, I don't want to own the risk of maintenance, right? I want uh I want my partners, I want my uh OEM partner, I want my component supplier partners, I want my service networks to, you know, jointly own that, right? And in order for that to happen, you really need to have good data across that whole ecosystem, you know, be shared such that, such that those risks can be uh can be understood. But I think in general it's it's that connected ecosystem that's able to share data and, you know, drive efficiency and, and get vehicles back in service faster.
2: Well, it'll certainly be fun to watch all of this evolve uh, in, in the years ahead. And this has been great food for thought, but I think that's a good place to leave it. Thanks again for joining us, Rob. Thanks, Ted.
1: About the North American Commercial Vehicle Show. The North American Commercial Vehicle Show, NACV Show, at www.nacvshow.com, is a b2b exhibition focused on fleet decision makers and key influencers in the commercial vehicle industry the NACV show has been designated a gold 100 awards honoree by trade show executive a top trade show industry publication honoring the largest and most accomplished trade shows of the year leading truck and trailer manufacturers and commercial vehicles and part component suppliers will demonstrate their latest product offerings During the NACV Show 2019, taking place at the Georgia World Congress Center in Atlanta from October the 28th through the 31st.
2: Next on Road Signs, we're excited to welcome Josh Carter, co-founder and CEO of Aperia Technologies, provider of the Halo Automatic Tire Inflation System. Thanks for joining the show, Josh. Thanks for having me, Seth. So when we discuss onboard technology for modern trucks, you know, we tend to think about what's in the cab or under the hood. But there's also a lot happening with tires these days as well. So Josh, could you briefly explain how the Halo tire inflator works for the benefit of those who aren't familiar with the system? Absolutely. Uh, the Halo is an active tire pressure inflation system. It actually
4: uses the rotation of a wheel to pump air into a low tire. We like to describe it kind of like a hub odometer or self-winding watch that can bolt on to a wheel end in five minutes and inflate your tires on the go.
2: Sure. So this is really kind of a different approach to you know some of the more traditional uh, approaches to automatically inflating tires, and uh, th- in this case, it's a system that can work both on uh, trailer and uh, tractor tires. Exactly. So earlier this year, Aperea expanded into data analytics with Halo Connect. And that's really designed uh, to enable a more predictive approach to tire maintenance. Uh, Josh, could you give us an overview of that system and tell us how it can help fleets address potential tire problems before they actually occur? Certainly. Uh,
4: You know, we like to think about the problem of tire underinflation uh, in a a pretty broad sense. Yes, an underinflated tire affects your fuel economy and, you know, erodes the casing life uh, and can shorten your tire life overall. but it also it also affects the the maintenance practices and the efficiency uh, of the asset utilization and, and uptime. You know, the, it really is a pretty critical problem to all of the operations of the fleet. So we came to market with the Halo to solve the core core need, which is managing the air pressure. But even a healthy, well maintained tire can have issues, uh, leaks, and and you know various forms of of uh, tire failure. And so we've been putting data acquisition systems into the field and collecting data for you know well over half a decade and over a billion miles. And we've leveraged that data to, to train some algorithms. The Halo Connect is a platform that um, brings you know some smarts uh, to be paired with the inflation power of the Halo and actually allows you to not only confirm that the halo is doing its job and maintaining tire pressure in your healthy tires but helpful to spot any tires that uh, could benefit from from maintenance what it does is allows you to get ahead of those issues rather than finding them when they're presenting as a, a you know critical failure on the side of the road so we can serve up a, a list a short list of tires instead of telling you a bunch of alerts on tires that are slightly underinflated. The Halo solves all of that, and we can really focus your effort in uh, with a fewer number of alerts and get you to focus on the tires that actually need service, but also be able to do so well
2: ahead of you know them uh, needing you know critical service on the side of the road. Sure, and you you can kind of look at this as part of a you know I guess a broader trend in the trucking industry. Where over the last several years, we really have seen a significant trend toward capturing and analyzing vehicle data you know, as a as a way to reduce downtime and maintenance costs. you know just a, one of the biggest examples, of course, is you know all the truck manufacturers, engine makers have introduced some form of remote diagnostics platform that provides fault code data remotely. Yeah, but the focus in that case has been primarily on the powertrain. So in a case, you're now providing a, a similar service for tires. So, how much opportunity do you still see out there to apply you know, predictive maintenance to other components of the vehicle?
4: Yeah, I think we're just scratching the surface. I mean, if you if you think about uh, our industry, if you think about a truck as an asset, um, and you think about maintaining that asset, the vast majority of what we do is still time or mileage based, meaning you know maintenance is performed on some predefined interval, and the reality is that each component on each vehicle will wear and perform differently based on the you know the really the very unique specific conditions of its exact use case um, and its exact environment. So a time or mileage-based interval effectively guarantees that you're gonna do maintenance too early or too late. Um, you know, we like to think about a shift toward need-based maintenance. Uh, and if we can do that, we'll continue driving efficiency. Um, and when we think about efficiency, we think about the vehicle it's uptime it's cost per mile uh i also think will help fleets achieve better efficiency and something slightly less obvious which is its people fleet personnel across the entire organization can can become more efficient as well um you know with this trend and so you know we're obviously quite bullish on it and we think tires um you know is a really important place uh to achieve progress and fortunately it's entirely possible
2: yeah we'll we'll watch this evolve uh, in the years ahead this is certainly uh an interesting trend that we've been watching and you know, As you said, there's a, a lot of room to grow and a lot of room for this to expand. Um, you know, the Internet of Things, of course, is uh, something of a, of a buzz phrase, but it's been a, a popular topic in technology circles over the past several years. Uh, when you look at trucking, it's really not new. I mean, there's been forms of uh, telematic systems and ELDs and trailer tracking for a long time now. Uh, that being said, there's still a lot of opportunity for that to expand with more onboard sensors, And really more sophisticated data analysis uh, to better use the information that's already being uh, collected. Uh, Josh, uh, you're you're in the middle of this. Uh, What do you think is the next step for IoT and trucking? Where is this going? Uh, I think it's going to continue to increase. I'll tell you what I think, uh, what I hope the next step is.
4: Uh, I hope, you know, really in many ways for our customers' sake, uh, the next big step is, is that we as suppliers start working together better. Uh, it's it's you know it's really not good for uh, us. It's certainly not good for our customers that each and every new innovation requires another you know cell signal of some kind. Um, it, it's not uncommon that you know as innovations come in, there's you know some some consolidation and some platforms created that can you know enable us all to work together more efficiently. Um, but I still think there's a big opportunity there. Obviously, you know industry circles and, and industry events and groups are, are working on this vigorously. So um, I'm quite optimistic. Uh, you know open platforms are in development. Um, but we've you know, I think we've got quite a long way to go uh, in getting to a place where everyone's working together seamlessly and at the end of the day maximizing just the, the cost of effectiveness for our fleet customers to be able to access these you know really helpful technologies that can you know really change fundamentally change the way, that they manage their their operations and where they focus their, you know, their important kind of human capital and human, human time and
2: focus. Sure. And I want to circle back to the uh, topic of fuel economy, because that's been one of the recurring themes in this season of road signs, uh, everything from aerodynamics to uh, just more efficient freight operations. And uh, as you know, of course, uh, tires are, are a big part of that. Uh, you know, there are so many variables uh, that go into fuel economy and and tire pressure um, is uh, is one one key part of that equation. Uh, Josh, what's your sense of how important uh, and how much of an impact uh, tire maintenance can have on a fleet's overall uh, fuel efficiency? Yeah, you know, uh, uh,
4: like I'm sure all your guests explain, it really does depend on the fleet specific operations. But we have customers who see greater than 3% increase in fuel economy when they deploy the halo, um, and are able to achieve, you know, uh, consistent tire pressure and in turn, you know, optimize the rolling resistance on their vehicles. Uh, you know, on average, I'd say we say, see above 2%. What's easy to overlook, I think, when it comes uh, to tires is, you know, we we increase the effectiveness and efficiency of the maintenance program that not only delivers a reward on your fuel efficiency, but also, you know, think about the tread life north of you know 15 20 upwards to 25 percent extension of tread life and of course uh, meaningfully reducing you know blowouts and unplanned vehicle downtime as well so I think in the world of tires there's a you know kind of a trifecta of, of benefit across you know the safety uh, and uptime. Across the tire expense itself, and then of course, you know, as you said, central central to a lot of fleets' focus on, on driving innovation is the fuel economy.
2: I don't want to let you go, Josh. Before uh, we talk a little bit about the origin of Aperia. you know, it's still a, a relatively uh, new company uh, in this industry, but uh, I think it's an interesting story. Uh, you know, I guess it goes back to your days at Stanford, and this was an, you know, idea that uh, kind of blossomed from there. Uh, could you give us a, a quick overview of you know how this company you know really came about and and why you decided to, you know, really target trucking as, as the market.
4: Yeah, <laughs> sure. Sure, Seth. Uh, yeah, you know, I think we, uh, you know, my, my co-founder in the business, Brandon Richardson, uh, came out of the automotive industry, uh, and loved solving, you know, problems that affect vehicles and vehicle efficiency, um, and safety. And, you know, uh, the, the, the fun, good old story is, uh, Brandon got a flat tire, uh, in his passenger vehicle. He was driving around in grad school uh, doing his, you know, graduate studies at Stanford. And, um, he had a low tire that he, you know, we're all guilty of this, I think, uh, said, Hey, I'll get to it next week. I'll get to it next week. And, you know, sure enough led to a a flat. And that was a light bulb moment for him to say, gee, can't we somehow tap into the rotation of a wheel to power a pump? Uh, we spent some time working on some pretty crazy ideas. Um, and in the process, really researching that problem. And we're really quickly drawn toward the need and the impact potential uh, in, in commercial vehicle segment. Um, you know, when you're driving 100,000 miles a year, getting you know six, six and a half miles per gallon, your tires cost 500 bucks a pop. Um, there's a huge opportunity. And, you know, we've got out into the field, you know, the first few years when I first uh, got, you know, plugged into the industry, you know, we were going to trade shows long before we ever took out a trade show booth. And, uh, we, you know, we're just so thrilled and appreciative of how, Everyone from the fleet side to other suppliers, really the entire industry and ecosystem was so open and willing to to teach and share learnings. And and that was what, you know, fueled our ability to come and, and deliver, a, you know, a pretty clever little product that, um, you know, that can install quickly, doesn't need a bunch of maintenance on its own, and ultimately can actually perform and, and, you know, solve the problem we were tackling.
2: Well, thanks for sharing that. And it's been, you know, fun to see the company. I guess I, I remember uh you know, sort of the initial, uh, launch and, and we've, we've seen it, of course, uh, you know, gain some momentum and, uh, it's, you know, interesting to see uh, new products hit the market and, you know, solving some of these, these longtime, uh, challenges and issues that the industry faces. Uh, you know, before we wrap up here, uh, Josh, I would like to get any final thoughts you may have on the future of uh, truck and tire maintenance. You know, how do you, uh, see the industry evolving from where we are now, say over the next 10 years or so?
4: Yeah, you know, it, as it relates to tire maintenance, you know, our, our, our vision is that, you know, fleet personnel, their time is extremely precious. And uh, we believe there are much more important things they can and should be able to, you know, put their brain power on and focus on uh, to drive efficiencies in their business and ensure that their drivers who are actually out on the road. Um, can get home as quickly as possible. Can you know deliver uh, the the load and, and keep their customers as happy as possible, and of course operate as safely, um, you know, as they can. So you know, having to having to put out fires constantly and just you know try to cast a wide net of manual service to go touch tires and try to stay on top of tire issues. Any tire program, you know, is is reactionary and. Um, you know, we have the technology, the technology exists to shift a fleet and its maintenance program around tires toward, toward, you know, being proactive and and even predictive, you know, that's what the the Halo Connect platform, you know, that it kind of one plus one is three, the Halo does its job, it eliminates tire underinflation and delivers significant value. Um, But then, you know, put the analytics suite on top to actually be able to go and help the fleet you know, focus its time. If you can wake up and have a short list of which tires need attention and we can go and tell you how urgent they are so it's actually prioritized, this tire really should get attention within, you know, within the day. Um, these next few issues, we fortunately are maintaining and, and you know, deferring uh, the need, but hey, they really should get service at the next PM. So please don't, you know, make sure you don't miss the opportunity to figure out what's going on with that tire and, and the rest of these are, are doing just fine. But helping fleets, you know, work through their tire issues quickly uh, can get them back to doing you know what's most important um, you know, that's our goal is to eliminate how much time and effort and energy is required um, and significantly increase the efficacy and efficiency of tire program and and you know it's well within the you know our collective you know ability to do that you know the industry should ask for that and demand it you know from the suppliers and from the industry and we're, we're pleased to, to be a part of that solution.
2: All right. Well, we'll certainly watch as uh, as all of this continues to develop, and I do think that's a good place to to leave it. Uh, thanks again, Josh, for joining the program and sharing your insights with us. Yeah, always fun to chat, Seth. I really appreciate it.
4: Did you know you can ask Alexa to open Transport Topics? In just one minute, you will hear the biggest trucking headlines of that day. Be prepared
0: and start your morning off right with Transport Topics.
2: Before we wrap up, let's revisit our original question of whether predictive maintenance is truly on the horizon and what it will take to get there. As we've heard from our guests, the use of telematics and data analytics are already enabling more intelligent maintenance of everything from engine after-treatment systems to tires. In the years ahead, as the Internet of Things continues to expand and onboard sensors collect more and more data about various components, this industry will continue to develop new ways of analyzing that information, and that, in turn, will lead to smarter maintenance practices and less waste. Maybe that's not quite the same as looking into a crystal ball to predict the future, but it's a safe bet that fleets and their suppliers will move closer to need-based service and parts replacement that will further streamline truck maintenance. This is the final episode of Season 3 of Road Signs, but stay tuned for Season 4, which is right around the corner. Until then, I'm Seth Klebinger. Thank you for listening.
0: Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you.